This is a Federal News Network podcast. Does your agency need a frigidaire or a refrigerator? The acquisition regulations have a lot to say about when it's okay or not okay to specify brand names and solicitations. Two recent protest cases illustrate these points, as we hear from D.C. procurement attorney Joseph Petrillo. And, uh, yeah, so what is the whole issue with brands? Because sometimes there is only one maker of a thing, but usually not. Well, there are two basic types of procurement descriptions that use this idea. One is the brand name or single authorized source type of uh, procurement description. And the other purchase description is brand name or equal. And they're quite different. If you look at the brand name description, and that's a generic term for situations where the government's only going to accept things made by a certain particular source. It's disfavored, but it can be used if market research indicates that no other item will meet the government's needs and you require whatever special features of the brand name item are necessary you know, for your operations. This type of purchase description requires a justification document. And for acquisitions over $25,000, you need to publish that justification document so people can see what basis you're using for restricting competition. Basically, the FAR wants to make it difficult to say, I need a Kubota tractor versus a Deer or some other a Ford tractor. Exactly, exactly. Now, unless you're operating under simplified acquisition techniques in FAR Part 13, not only do you need to have a justification document, but it needs to be approved by a person at the particular level based on dollar uh, thresholds. So that's the setup. Uh, there are some interesting wrinkles in this. The W&G Machine Corp protest recently decided by GAO reminded us that at GAO, if it's a procurement limited to items for a single source, it falls into this category even if the solicitation says, well, we'll think about accepting offers from other sources and you can qualify if you go through a process that will result in that. The reason for that is, as a practical matter, it's almost impossible to qualify in time to meet the delivery schedule and given the you know, constraints with award timings. And therefore, the notion that you're going to be able to qualify for this procurement is unlikely. So GAO generally thinks that if you're restricting something to a single source, you've got to proceed under these regulations. And in this case, was the single source a reseller or was it from the OEM directly? Well, it doesn't matter who you're buying it from. The question is who made the item. In this case, it's a linkage device for a helicopter and they want to get it from Sikorsky. Got it. Yes, because I was thinking the example I was thinking of was Apple. If you really want a Mac computer for some purpose that Macs are best suited for, you might have a different set of resellers you can choose from. But even if you go from reseller to reseller, you're still getting the same product by the same exactly. manufacturer. Yep. And that, that's okay if, if you can justify that only a Macintosh will do what we need. That is exactly how the regulations are structured. Now, you've got a similar type of regulation or at least it sounds similar, but it, it has a very different set of rules, and that's brand name or equal. This type of purchase description does not require that specific justification or justification and approval document. The key here, though, 
is that it's going to allow the offer of items other than the brand name item because it's going to list what are called salient characteristics. And those are the physical, functional, or performance requirements or, or characteristics of the item that are used to determine whether an alternative is equal or not to the brand name item. In other words, you could say a pencils and it should be a Dixon Ticonderoga number two or equivalent of which there are zillions, but they all are essentially identical, but that might be the reference brand. Exactly. And the key here is you've got to describe what is it about the Dixon Ticonderoga number two that you want to have reproduced in, in an alternate for those to be considered to be considered equal. And here again, you know, there are there are cases about what is a brand name or equal product? What about the salient characteristics? Are they necessary? Are they not necessary at GAO? And in the uh, Sarandre Associates protest, which is also a recent case, the protester proposed an alternate product, in this case, a cross-cut shredder, that did not meet one of the 10 salient characteristics listed in the solicitation. So they called out a brand name product, listed 10 salient characteristics, and Sarandrea missed on one of those. So their offer was disqualified. But it protested and said, well, you know, we disagree. And they lost that part of the protest. But they also said, but it doesn't matter because the brand name product doesn't meet one of the 10 <laughs> in salient characteristics. And interestingly, and that GAO, gets to a more basic requirement of acquisition, and that is you have to evaluate bids according to what you set forth as the specifications in the first place. That's that's about as basic as it gets. Exactly. But uh, there's a loophole here, and that is the GAO held the protest was untimely because the purchase description listed the salient characteristics. It listed the brand name as a product, as something that met those characteristics. If you thought it didn't, you had to protest that before the closing date for receipt of proposals. So in that case, really, the agency got away with it, but it really wasn't the right way to do it, if you look at it in the bigger picture. Well, we don't have any, any adjudication of whether the uh, Sarandrea's point on that was correct or not. The position was kind of weak on the other issue. If they were right, though, then I guess something slipped through. All right, then. So a brand name or equivalent, then, is the way I guess most acquisitions would tend to go. I'm thinking, you know, we talked about Macintosh computers earlier, but if you need a PC, that's when you get to, you know, Lenovo notebook or equivalent, and you've got five or six other very close equivalents from a variety of manufacturers. Sure. The, the brand name or equal uh, description <clears throat> is good as a shortcut because it enables you to figure out what it is you want and to have a competitive procurement without having to write an entire purchase description. You just sort of you write something that, that captures the, the critical issues and, and talk about the, uh, the Lenovo as being one that, that will meet, you for, meet those requirements, for example. Joseph Petrillo is a procurement attorney with Petrillo & Powell. As always, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank. Podcasting is my favorite way to connect with people, but traveling comes in at a close second. Travel lovers meet the U.S. Bank Altitude Connect Visa Signature Card. With this credit card, you'll get four times points on travel, including gas and EV charging stations, and five times points on prepaid hotels and car rentals when you book directly through the Altitude Reward Center. And no matter where in the world you are, 
you'll get two times points on groceries, dining, and streaming with a $30 annual credit for streaming services too. Visit usbank.com slash altitude connect to apply and learn how you can earn 50,000 bonus points. You deserve a credit card with more and more travel rewards. Apply to become an Altitude Connect cardholder at usbank.com slash altitude connect. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.